They said that we'd grow out of it. Well, the joke's on them, that's just our brains. We're eccentric, loud, and stubborn. And most of our clothing is covered in stains. It's not a deficit of attention. There's just too much to think about. So if executive dysfunction becomes a little too much, if you forgot why you came in this room or you're hypersensitive to touch then put on your seamless socks and come join our little flock bitches stimming together we're weirds of a feather weirds of a Chef Santa, Chef Santa, mixing up a whole batch of love. Chef Santa, Chef Santa, sending kisses from above. <laughs> That's gold. Oh, it's so good. Uh, and that is uh, our head song, Chef Santa. Hit, yeah, from our band Synchronized Nightboat. Yep. Um, you can find us on Spotify. <laughs> Not, uh, not, not yet, yet, but soon. One day. We're we'll going to release an album. Yeah. We're, we're thinking about it. That's going to be our on our holiday album. Oh, yeah. Chef Santa. Along with Will You Spin My Dreidel. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I like that one. Do you want to talk about the inspiration of the song? Um, or what we did today? Yeah. So today, Kristen and I, there's a concept in ADHD called body doubling, where if you're with someone else, we're much more likely to get work done, get tasks done. It's just easier to have someone there with you. So Kristen came up with the genius combination of combining body doubling and double dare to make body double dare. That's great. It's perfect. So body double dare. Today we body double dared each other <laughs> to run an errand. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, do we accomplish that errand? No. But did we accomplish something even better? Yeah, I found a Chef Santa for a Christmas decoration, which inspired this wonderful song that you have just heard. We went to the to find some. No, you're not supposed to say that. Cut oh. that out. Oh, so Christmas present. I'll cut this out. We went to a store to find a thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's as specific it's as I can be. Thing that we can't talk about until after the holidays. Yes, but we went on an errand to buy. A Christmas present for someone, and we didn't find the present, but we ended up leaving with a little stuffed uh, Chef Santa. Chef Santa, and as then, one does. And then we wrote a song about it because we're artistic geniuses. <laughs> Some may say that. Some may not. We're just always inspired by yeah. what's around us. Yeah. <laughs> Take inspiration from anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> That's the genius of Synchronized Nightboat. <laughs> like, reach down and touch my knees. <laughs> Rise up and rise, rise up. up and and I'm sorry, that's our new song. Rise, rise up, up and, and reach my, my knees. Rise up and reach my knees. <laughs> and uh, the indoor boy next door. Yeah. These are all songs you'll find on our next album. <laughs> so stay tuned. Obviously, the classic Can You Hear My Mouth Sounds. Yeah. Which we've kind of given hints and whispers at before. Right? Yeah. It's to the tune of Will You Light My Candle. Yeah. <laughs> Most of our songs are just to the tune of other songs. Other songs. Wait, like Synchronized Nightboat. And Hey Santa. Yeah. Chef Santa. Chef Damn Santa. <laughs> Chef Santa. Chef Santa. Yeah. Well, welcome. <laughs> that was that was fun. It was fun. Yeah. Get well, us warmed up. Yeah. I'm feeling warm and toasty. And that's not just the coffee brandy talking. 
but a little bit. A little bit. It's it's good. It's good for the it's soul. Mm. Yes, yes. It's that time of the season. Yes, as one does in Maine where you drink coffee brandy. Allen's, to be specific. Allen. <laughs> Allen's coffee brandy. It was it was the number one drink in Maine most frequently bought, but has been demoted to number two because now everybody in Maine is buying Fireball. Did you know that? Oh, still? Yeah, I know. I thought, I thought everybody... we all went through a phase collectively. Yeah, in like college. Yep. But I guess, nope, still number one. Actually, I had a coworker at my job in Washington, and she's like, she's older. She, I, I would call, I would classify her in the boomer generation, and she comes up to me and she's like, "Have you heard of this Fireball?" She's like, "It's like cinnamon whiskey." I'm like, "Yeah, I have. I've vomited many of times." <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> it's a- worse going up than it is oh, going down. It's so yeah. rough. Yeah, I had <laughs> one bad time on a ski trip, and Ooh. I think that was the last time I drank it. Actually, yeah. yeah, it's like once it comes up and it's you get that burning sensation, it's hard to go back to that. Yeah. But that's what I think is happening. A lot of boomers are discovering. Discovering. I mean, it's a great beverage. Absolutely. It's just uh, everything in moderation, folks. Yep. As you sip your coffee, Brandy. It's just a little bit. All right. You want to give us a uh, Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> that's been Coffee Brandy Talk. <laughs> uh, shout out to Allen's. Yes. Thanks for sponsoring us, Allen's. Yeah. You don't know it yet, but you're sponsoring you're us. You're going to be our number one. Just wait. You'll be number one in our heart. <laughs> you are. Actually, we'll it's... take down Fireball together. <laughs> Join forces with us. Ellen. 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 Well, that's not Ellen. That's Steve. <laughs> <laughs> this has been a weird introduction. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah. But... Uh, welcome to Weirds of a Feather, an ADHD adjacent podcast. I'm your host, Kristen. And I'm your host, Grace. Thanks for joining us. So before we dive in today, we want to make a little announcement. We're going to be taking a little break for the holidays next week. So next Thursday, we won't have a new episode. Sorry, Max. (laughs) We'll be back the following Thursday with an end of the year wrap up of everything we've learned from doing this podcast so far, along with some ADHD specific advice on how to set realistic goals for yourself in 2022, right before the new year. Yeah. And a couple of updates from our quirks and pizza secrets and, you know, some updates since we've started this podcast. Stay tuned. And Max, you can just like talk to us in real life. You don't have to wait for another episode to come out. She's, like, pro- she's probably just going to wait for another episode <laughs> to come out. <laughs> she's like, no, I, I just, I don't want to meet you in, in real time. I like being able to pause you yeah. guys, turn you off, not have to engage in conversation. <laughs> it's too much. Yeah. <laughs> Which is understandable at times. Yeah, we get it. Yeah. It's okay. But in the meantime, we want to give you some emotional regulation tips that we're guessing may come in handy when spending the time with family over the holidays. Emotional dysregulation is often reported as one of the most challenging aspects of having ADHD. But for some reason, we don't really hear it talked about that much. And as of right now, it isn't included in the diagnostic criteria, despite experts identifying emotional dysregulation as a core trait of ADHD. Like everything with ADHD, there's a physiological reason for why we have such intense emotional reactions. And like we've said before, the more you know about what's going on, the better you can regulate it and the more strategies we can put into place. Also, like everything ADHD, there are some positive sides to this trait. While we may feel negative emotions very intensely and have a lower frustration tolerance, on the flip side, we also feel positive emotions very intensely. And when we love things, we love things. We have endless capacity for joy and we get very, very excited about things. 
Of course, this doesn't cancel out the difficult aspects of emotional dysregulation. It's extremely exhausting to have to regulate our emotions all the time, especially when we're around others, if we're put into uncomfortable situations or we're dealing with rejection or failure. But the more ADHD-specific strategies we can develop, the less exhausting it'll be to regulate ourselves and the easier it is to enjoy the positive sides of being ADHD. We have two articles for you today that we'll include in the show notes, read those show notes, from my favorite magazine of all time, (laughs) Attitude Magazine. Really, Grace, who wrote this part? You're always talking about Um, Attitude Magazine. You're obsessed (laughs) with it. (laughs) I I guess so. Uh, (laughs) The first one is called Exaggerated Emotions, How and Why ADHD Triggers Intense Feelings by Thomas E. Brown, Ph.D., He says, quote, challenges with processing emotions start in the brain itself. Sometimes the working memory impairments of ADHD allow a momentary emotion to become too strong, flooding the brain with one intense emotion, end quote. He goes on to further outline other characteristics of ADHD that make emotional regulation more difficult for us in addition to difficulty with working memory and executive function. These include emotional flooding, extreme sensitivity to disapproval, which is also known as rejection sensitivity dysphoria exaggerated fears leading to more social anxiety, emotional avoidance, and a reduced ability to anticipate pleasure or register satisfaction with tasks when the payoff is delayed. I would say my like one sentence for that is we're all or nothing people. Mm. We're 100% or 0%. Yep. There's no in between. There's no in between. You know what? In college, my buddy Jill would say that I'm all or nothing, but he would refer that to I would be either blackout drunk or dead sober, which is a <laughs> slightly different, but same very concept. accurate. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Our other article that we have in the show notes is titled, How's Your Emotional Resilience? Learning to Cope with Intense ADHD Feelings by Joel Nig, PhD. In this article, he says, quote, cultivating emotional resilience helps children and adults with ADHD manage the intense dysregulated feelings synonymous with the condition. I don't love calling it a condition, but anyways, it's a lifestyle. <laughs> It is. One we didn't choose, but... The lifestyle chose us. (laughs) Hell yeah. Uh, That's just kind of how our brains are. (laughs) He goes on to say in this article, learn how to cultivate stress management strengths, healthy habits, positive social groups, and other methods for building emotional resilience in the face of ADHD's unseen challenges, end quote. He also provides some insights into what's at play in our brains when we have these strong emotional reactions. And then he goes in to provide some really helpful tips for emotional resilience. Things like monitoring our overall health, making sure we're getting enough sleep, building strong social supports, addressing and managing stress and ongoing adversity, developing coping strategies like self-talk and shifting attention, and using behavior counseling and psychotherapy can all be really helpful for building that emotional resilience. And the more skills we can build, the easier it'll be to exist as us. Most importantly, folks, the holidays are very emotionally taxing. So take care of yourself. Take care of your your body, your sleeping schedule. Mm. Take care of yourself. You know, I think the holidays are all about like giving, 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 giving. What about a gift to yourself? Yeah. It's, it's every once in a while you need it. Yeah. Take breaks. You know, if you need to go up in your room and cry a little bit by yourself, Go do or that. just spend like three hours on TikTok. It's okay. 
Yeah. Give your brain a little break. If family members are, you know, saying things to you that are upsetting to you, you don't have to engage in those conversations with them. Just because they're your family doesn't mean that you owe them your emotional energy. That was well worded. Thank you. Yeah. Well, now that we got Learning Corner out of the way. Yeah. I feel learned. Do you want to get into your little accomplishment? Yeah. Should we get into it? Yeah. Little accomplishments, but big in our hearts. All right. For this week, my little accomplishment was that I made a spoon. Oh. <laughs> a wooden spoon. A wooden spoon. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's really cool. Yeah. How? So my husband, Ian, is a woodworker and he has a little woodworking shop that he has with my dad. It's pretty cute. It's adorable. Yeah. And we you basically learned, you know, we made a little template of a nice big wooden spoon and cut them out and sanded them down and carved out the middles to make a little spoon What do you dish. use to carve out the middle? Oh, don't a make dremel? me. I think that's what it is, actually. Ah, I was going to say, don't make me come up with that word, but there I you are. I have a weird TikTok algorithm. So. Yeah, you're on Dremel TikTok? Yeah. <laughs> dremel talk? You're not? <laughs> no, but I, maybe I should be yeah. because I think I'm a spoon maker yeah, now. Yeah, now you're a spoon maker. It's your new, uh, sh- oh my gosh, should we add this to hobby collectors? Ooh, ding, 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 new hobby. New hobby alert. Spoon making. <laughs> <laughs> Where are our handbells? <laughs> yeah. Get our handbells. Yeah. Add handbell sounds here. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. I won't come back to do that. Maybe I will. Uh, probably not. You'll find out. Yeah. I don't know. But uh, yeah, I we'll made leave a sp- space. Yeah. All right. Here. Yeah. yeah I, I made a wooden spoon. I'm pretty proud of it. I can post a picture of it. And I don't know. This just might be a new lifestyle for me. Who knows? Grace the spoon maker. Ooh, it has a nice ring to it. You know how like in like the medieval days, your last name was kind of like your job description, like Smith. Grace spoon. Grace spoon maker. (laughs) That's kind of that's like kind of metal. Even though it's wooden wooden spoons, but it's kind of metal like that's kind of cool. I like it. Grace. Grace spoon maker. Ooh, that'd be a great Dungeons and Dragon name. Mm, I'll have to keep that in my back mm. pocket for if I ever play. The Spoon Maker. <laughs> <laughs> Just right. sounds really cool. Does uh, it? <laughs> I think it does. Peppa Chippa, D&D folks, if you're listening, probably not. Uh, get back to me. Isn't that a cool name? <laughs> As if they're going to be able to answer in this Thank moment. <laughs> well, is it? There's one We're person waiting. who's going to write like a three paragraph email being like, this is all the reasons why you're wrong and you suck. <laughs> It's going to be Justin. I told him that we talked about him in the podcast briefly about how he's a Dungeons and Dragons nerd. He said he would listen to the podcast, but skip ahead just so he could hear his name. Wow. Thank you. Thanks, Justin. Thanks, Justin. I know you're not listening. Don't tell him about this. I won't. All right. Can I tell you about my little accomplishment? Please do. I repotted a big ass plant. Big ass plant? Yeah, it's an ass plant. Mm. I don't know if you've ever heard of ass plants, but they're big. Luscious. No, it's a monstera. Have you ever heard of those? Yes. Yeah. So I have one. It was like four plants in one tub. And then I like repotted it a couple months ago and it's already outgrown its pot. And I was like looking at it, looking at it. I'm like, I really need to repot that. I was dreading it because it was going to be a big thing. And then I just all of a sudden like hyper focus and then it was repotted. I got a bunch of different plants out of it. I'm going to give one to my ma. Yay. She doesn't listen to this. So I can tell her that. Nice. Hope you're ready for that surprise, Therese. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's not listening. Yeah, she doesn't know how to work an iPhone or a phone, any phone. She doesn't know what the internet is, so it's okay. Isn't it weird how we want to do something for so long and it's like we keep looking at it, keep feeling guilty about I should yeah. do that, I should do that. And then one day, maybe at midnight, maybe at It was 6 definitely at 1135. Yeah, it just like hits us and it's like, I need to do this immediately. Immediately. Right this second. Yeah. I'm excited about it. It looks okay. 
I hope it's uh, it will be better in the spring when it starts like putting out better leaves and stuff. So we'll see. Yeah, but at least yeah. you did it. Uh, it's uh, an accomplishment. I'm proud of myself. You accomplished it. Transition. Transition. Oh no, we don't have a song for businesses. Someone to start, just um, not us. What's the um? It's oh, business. It's business time. That's already a song. Business time. Business says someone should start, just not us. <laughs> <laughs> What's the song? Oh, some people call me quirky. We should do it to the same oh, rhythm. Yeah, yeah. We have some great ideas, but not the follow through. Someone else should start this business, just not us. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Yeah. All right, we're mixing things up a little bit today yeah. because we feel like it. Hold on, hold on. I get a repouch. All right. Nice. Safely in its pouch. Nice. We, we, we're changing it up, mixing it up. This segment, instead of I'm so quirky, we're doing a slightly different segment called Businesses Someone Should Start, Just Not Us. Yeah, we love the segment so much the first time we did it that we kind of wanted to add it into our permanent repertoire of SEGS. We, so each week we will... SEGS. SEGS. <laughs> Grow up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So each week for now until however long we feel like it, we're going to be trading off weeks with I'm So Quirky and businesses someone should start, just not us. Because we get a lot of ideas. Yeah. And but you need to hear them. You need to hear them, but someone else needs to do them, just not us. Yes. But give us 50%. Yep. Remember, this is legally binding. Legally binding. You have to. We... Need that fifty percent. No exceptions. Yep. All right. Um, Kristen, I got a good slap one. us with that <laughs> yeah. amazing business. Okay, this is a product. We've all heard of Lance Armstrong. We've all heard of Stretch Armstrong. My idea is to make an arm Armstrong. <laughs> <laughs> all arms, all the time. It's just arms. It's stretchy arms. It's like a whole. You know, I feel like the problem, big problem with both Lance Armstrong and. Stretch Armstrong, they didn't have enough arms. So I've this always be, said that. Yeah, <laughs> grow more arms, Lance. Yeah, Lance. So yeah, this would be like a little action figure, the season's hottest toy, of a all arms all the time stretchy action figure, Arm Armstrong. Is it? I'm picturing like a wheel of arms. Wheel of arms. Yeah, yeah. It's like mildly frightening. <laughs> is he still in like body form, and just the whole thing has arms coming out of him? Or is yeah, he like, it's like a, a torso circle? with arms like in a circle and then the the elbows all go the same way oh. so it's all it's like it almost looks like a little like a gear or like a ninja star but it's mm, arms like and it's pinwheel. the same yeah pinwheel and then it's the same kind of material as stretch armstrong with the goo inside i love it just arms just all the arms time. all arms at the time arm armstrong arm armstrong <laughs> <laughs> wow i love it yeah yeah <laughs> Toy of the year. So, so if someone owns a toy manufacturing yeah. company, please hit us up. Or a goo factory, because you know how the uh, Stretch Armstrong had that goo in the middle. Oh, yeah. If you own a goo factory, yeah. even better. <laughs> hit us up. <laughs> it would like break in a second and then you get like goo on the floor and you're like, ugh. I would love it if one of our listeners owned a goo factory. I was like, actually, by the way, I own a goo factory. <laughs> That's the exact brand we're going yeah. for. You're our target demographic goo factory owners. <laughs> It's called Goofy Goose. Ooh, there's another business yeah. idea. Oh, a make free one, all bonus. Goose, all the... <laughs> <laughs> I will work on that business idea and I will get back to you. All right, yeah. Maybe yeah. maybe next time. Next time Goof we factory. do businesses, someone should start, just not us. Grace, what's, what's your business? You mentioned this and I'm intrigued. All right, my business idea is it's like Frisbee golf, except it's soccer. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I won't be elaborating. No, no I, I have I to. Need more, I need more <laughs> information. Not enough words. I'm so intrigued. 
So essentially, you know, the little ultimate Frisbee, I don't know what you would call it, like a goal? Like the football ones that are like a big, like you on a stick? No. Have you ever seen an ultimate, or not ultimate Frisbee, Frisbee golf? Oh, yeah. It's like a little net in the air. It has like chains all around it, so the Frisbee hits it and like falls in. It's like a basket kind of, like but a little higher up. Yeah. Yeah. A little basket with chains on it. Chain basket. So my idea is it's like that, probably change up the design of the basket a little bit. Okay. But it's big enough where you can kick a soccer ball into it, but it's off the ground like in Frisbee golf. So you're having to lift the ball like into the basket. Ooh, okay. But it's not crazy high. You know, it's an achievable height. And maybe my dad and I were talking about this. We kind of came up with this together. So So does that mean he gets like 25% of the profits? No, he's just my ideas guy. (laughs) I'm also an ideas guy, but he's my ideas behind the ideas. (laughs) He gets nothing. Yep. Sorry, Steve. I'll give you credit. This is it. This is what you get. (laughs) So maybe there could be different levels, you know, so it could be very inclusive of, you know, one basket could be kind of closer to the ground for people who don't play soccer and then maybe a couple higher up. So you're really having to like escalate your skills. And my other idea is that in the center, if you're able to like land it into the middle, it's going to have some type of like spring action device that pops the soccer ball up really Ooh. high in the air so then you get another chance for like a second bonus point bonus and you have goal. to kind of like handle the ball from coming out of the air and pop it back into the goal again but from like a you know falling out of the air so here's my question so like soccer you wouldn't be able to use your hands for this no because that would just probably be basketball yeah that would just be okay. like picking up a ball and putting it in a basket got it got, which it, got it you could do but it doesn't sound very exciting yeah yeah i love this idea we should Let's go to the frothing league. The frothing uh, league. Yeah, to the frothers. The frothers. Yeah, what, we never just, no one ever wrote yeah, in to us yeah. about what we should call you. So we're calling you frothers. Yeah, deal with it. We know you hate it and good. <laughs> Maybe if you send us an email. This could have been avoided. Yep, but you didn't. So we're calling you frothers. Frothers. So, so maybe if we go to the frother court. We could we could test it out. Meet you on the court. Well, <laughs> is that what it's called? No, probably the green. The green, sulfur well, green. Well, my sister Lily and her now husband Jeff. Oh, oh just got congratulations! Married. I have a brother. Oh, but Jeff is big into frisbee golf, and they have one of those like frisbee golf basket goals at their, at their house. Oh, he frolls. He's very good. Oh. And so we came up with this because we were kind of screwing around on Thanksgiving and we were kicking, basically we were just kicking a soccer ball at his Frisbee golf basket. And that's where this idea came from. That's a great idea. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. So please don't steal this idea. I wonder if you could, because you know, you can go to those places and like pay money to frolf. I wonder if you could just like, instead of getting the Frisbees, you're like, oh, I brought my own ball and then just (laughs) play soccer Frisbee golf. What would you even call that? I don't know. That's another thing. We needed a good name for it. Frolfer. Nope, that's just that's, no. it's just uh, frisbee golf. Well, maybe the frolfers will uh, email us on <laughs> <laughs> a good idea. Yeah, yeah. Well, come, you can I'll redeem on, yourself, frolfers. Yep, or not, and we'll just keep calling you frolfers. Yep. Well, I'll work on an idea because I feel like I'm pretty good at titles. Yeah. Get back to us. Yeah, yeah. But that's my business. Someone should start it, just not me. When you're hyper-focused but you're out of paint No more brown for the hairs on your taint Come on down to the one place in town That's open late for your crafting date It's Michael's at midnight Get your craft stuff here Michael's at midnight 
All right, it's time. These are the collectors, and these are their hobbies. Welcome to Hobby Collector. Yeah, we're switching it up again. Yep. Double switch. Yeah, this is just a wacky yeah, day. Yeah, whack wild. It's all that coffee brandy. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't drink any. I know, but I'm just picking up your vibes. Yeah. <laughs> Feeding off your energy. It helps. Um, with my emotions, mostly. <laughs> oh, good. Uh, speaking of emotional dysregulation. No, um, just no kidding. alcohol is not a good way to regulate it's your don't. emotions. That's not real advice. <laughs> it's, uh, Fake advice. Boop, boop, boop. We are changing it up for this Hobby Collectors. We are doing Hobby Collectors, but slightly different. We're doing the hobbies that never were, (laughs) which is basically we're going to talk about hobbies that we were going to get into and then never happened. We hyper-focused, but then they they never exist. They never happened. No follow-through. Yeah. The ghost of hobbies that never were. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Sometimes we abandon hobbies after like a week or a month and sometimes we don't even get that far. Yeah. We just kind of like perseverate on it for a little bit and then we're like, yeah, I'm over it. Yeah. We like the concept of it. Yeah. Getting to do it is a whole nother game. Exactly. So we want to, you know, pay our respects to those hobbies that were just a whisper in our brains. Yeah. Yeah. I've got one. All right. What you You ready for this? I am. I was going to teach myself how to play piano. I can't even tell you how many YouTube videos I watched on like teaching yourself how to play piano and like YouTube videos on how to read music and like where to start and all these things. And it kind of ended when I was like bartering with a man who I found on Craigslist who was selling like a Casio keyboard and I didn't want to pay full of price. So I was trying to like barter him and my mom comes in. She goes, no, no. <laughs> Absolutely not. Put the phone down. And I was like so taken aback. She like coming in hot for sure. She like <laughs> opens the door like, absolutely. I can hear you out there. <laughs> you are not getting a piano. I think she might have thought it was like a baby grand oh. piano or something. She's like, where are you going to put that? And like the guy can like hear her because she's, you know, yelling. And I was like, Mom, I'm going to teach myself how to learn piano. And she's like, you are not going to do that. You're just not going to do it. You're going to get a piano. It's going to sit. It's going to collect dust. And she's absolutely right. And we got in this big argument and I just hung up on the Craigslist guy. And I think he's probably really glad that I never called him back. And uh, yeah. And then after we had our little spat, that was it. I never looked into the piano again. But also, you don't know what that would have blossomed into if you had gotten the piano. You have the Skeletor fingers for it. I do have have long Skeletor. I use my Skeletor fingers for surgery, not for piano. Different strengths. (laughs) Well, we'll never know about (laughs) that hobby. Yeah, it was a hobby that never was. Although, you love jamming on the keyboard here. It's a fun keyboard, um, but that's because it has like all kinds of wacky sounds. Yeah, I guess we're just like mostly pressing buttons. like... (laughs) Honk, honk. Yeah. <laughs> I like the... Ksh- oh, yeah, that's yeah, a good one. That's a good one, yeah. Lots of different sounds, but yeah, yeah, it never was. I don't think it ever will be. You um, never know, though. Maybe that hobby will come back around yeah. and you can teach yourself here. I could. Or just prepare to and then never do it. Yeah, that's also a more realistic possibility. <laughs> <laughs> At least you won't be putting any money into very it. Very true, very true. Because I already have a keyboard that I also yeah. told myself I would learn on and I haven't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah not to brag, but... <laughs> <laughs> you know, like the, the chopsticks, right? You can do... I can do Mary Had a Little Lamb. Oh, I know Heart and Soul. Yeah, yeah. 
So that was my that was my hobby that never was. Oh, uh, we should have done like a ghost a ghost themed Ooh. hobby collector song this time. Because it's the hobbies that never were. She's of the collectors. Go sheep. Go sheep. (laughs) (laughs) Would you like to share with us your hobby that never was? I don't even know how to explain this. uh, (laughs) Let me just tell you, this is all she has written down. Hedgehog terrarium, and there's no context. Yeah, what else needs to be said? I just, I have so many questions, but I would like, I, I'm going to give you a chance to explain yourself because there's so much. You've never heard of that hobby hedgehog terrarium? Yeah, I just, I, I, is it like a terrarium inside a hedgehog, like a carved out? Other way around. Hedgehog, is it a live hedgehog? No, all right, I'll tell okay. you. I'll tell all you. Right. All right, hedgehog terrarium. So I went through this big phase where I was convinced that I was going to get into terrarium making because I started collecting animal bones. I thought those would be a really cool way to display the animal skulls. I'm not killing any animals. They're either given to me or I find animals that are already dead. I put them in my death pit and then two weeks later I have a brand new animal skull. Anyways, I thought a cool way to display these animal skulls would be, you know, making cool terrariums, getting some plants in there. So... I knew I was receiving a hedgehog skull, and I thought, wouldn't it be cool if I made a whole hedgehog-themed terrarium? So nice. I, so I bought, like, you know, I bought a bunch of different cool big glass containers. They're all still empty and sitting in storage, but I bought a bunch of different containers, and then I had this whole plan where I was going to, like, display the hedgehog skull in the <laughs> middle of the terrarium on a bed of moss. As one does. Yes. And then I was going to get little like hedgehog plastic figurines and spray paint them gold and have them dangling <laughs> on like fishing wire. Like little like angel hedgehogs yes. that are like mourning their brother or yes. whatever. Yes, kind of like floating above the skull and they'd be like, you know, in a circle floating around in the top of this terrarium and they would just be kind of dangling like little angels. And yeah, I spent a very long time like designing this hedgehog terrarium on on paper. No, I learned how to use oh, it was some app. It was like some Adobe illustration oh app. My I, oh, I bought God. I spent money. You spent money on this. Yep. I bought like a whole Adobe illustration package, learned how to use Adobe Illustration. <laughs> Specifically for this terrarium. Yes, literally oh to design God. this terrarium. <laughs> so I taught myself how to use it. And then I like spent so friggin' long just designing. I'll have to see if I still have a screenshot of this. Uh, here's the thing. We have to make this. I know. I feel like Hedgehog Terrarium needs to come to life it now. It has to. I have the whole it's layout. in the universe now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've designed it. So I, I've designed most of it. And then I kind of lost interest in it and never actually built the terrarium. Hedgehog Terrarium. <laughs> <laughs> now does it make sense? I mean, it still doesn't make no, sense. No, it doesn't make any sense. But do you get sense. what I was going for? I, vaguely, but I think, we, I think we have to put this into formation. I'll gather my blueprints. <laughs> <laughs> Well, my biggest problem with going following through on the building of terrariums is that I have those like big ass sausage fingers and I I'm not a delicate person. So I was just like mash and plants. You, know you need you need like some very long forceps. Oh, I have them. Oh. <laughs> I have all the tools. Once again, I have prepared. I, oh I bought God. moss, I bought rocks, I bought plants. I figured out like the different soil levels that you need to have oh, like yeah, a dry terrarium. Carbon. Yep. You oh, I have, have a screen. That. Yep. Got all of it. Too. I have the screen. 
have the carbon. And I was like about to order these little hedgehog figurines like from Japan because I couldn't find them anywhere else. They're just like little plastic, oh I don't know, God. children's toys. And yeah, I had this whole Hanging plan from the ceiling. I, I guess that's the part that really I'll have to show you the layout because okay. I have a very specific I'm idea in my mind. Those blueprints. <laughs> yeah, it's just the idea was so specific in my mind that it took me so long to draw it all out in Illustrator because I had to learn how no to use Illustrator. Sense. No, it doesn't. I, it was never a logical I, idea from the beginning. And I also worked on this until like 2 a.m. one night. Oh and I was just like in that obsessive hyper focus where it's like you physically can't stop yourself from doing like, it. Yeah. Oh, he was long he asleep. He was like, what are you doing? And you're like, don't bother me. Because I knew that, like, I, I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> I He's like, oh, okay, I'm going to go that way. I think I knew I would lose motivation for it the second I got a good night's sleep and, like, yeah. woke up. He's like, what the fuck you're was like, that? That's a really bad idea. <laughs> what do those two words mean together? <laughs> so I stayed oh up really God. late working on it, and that was as far as I got. Nice. Yeah. I this is one of those things that needs to come into fruition. Is yeah. that the right word? I think so. Oh, we could body double dare it. Will you help me with this hedgehog terrarium? Absolutely. Will you make my hedgehog terrarium dreams come true? <laughs> I've got the skeletor fingers for it. Yes. Yes. Oh, that's Ooh. what's missing is your skeletor you fingers. Skeletor fingers. Screw the piano. Hedgehog terrarium. Yeah. <laughs> Screw surgery. Screw yeah. the piano. <laughs> this is where your talent really lies. This is where I quit my job. Yes. <laughs> I'm For this quit. idea. I'm going to tell my attending, yeah, I'm, I'm done with surgery so I can go into the hedgehog terrarium I'm business. following my passion. <laughs> he already thinks I'm really weird, so this is, this is not going to help. He's just going to be like, okay. Yep, that sounds right. That sounds about right. Good for you. Follow that dream. Yeah. Yep. So that so, was my hobby that never was. But could be. Could be. One day. Probably we'll won't updated. be. Yeah. <laughs> well, what is wrong with me? <laughs> I guess the thing that gives me is the gold ones hanging from the I, ceiling. I need to show you. I, I need to see if I can find it. I guess I just, I'm, I'm struggling to like really... Uh, comprehend what's going on here so it was in like a juice you know like those nice glass like uh beverage dispensers that you might see at like a wedding or a party or whatever where it has like a, a nice little, like is that what it's called it has like a nice little spigot oh on it. no i don't know what it's called but what i know it, uh, so a I, keg no, no it's like a beautiful glass one and it's like pretty a big keg. no it's like uh, <laughs> it has like a delicate little gold spigot yeah, on with it. a little spigot keg on it it's not a keg <laughs> It's a drink, a beautiful glass drink holder. Yes. And so it has, you know, the top comes in at an angle and then it has like a glass jar, like lid. You're going to put a spigot on it? No, it already has a spigot on it. Why would you want a spigot? Well, it's just for looks. I'm not going to use a spigot. It's just for aesthetics. I just thought it was a cool jar. That's where hedgehog juice comes in. Yeah, that's where you get the hedgehog juice. (laughs) That's what happened to the hedgehog. Hedgehog water. (laughs) (laughs) So like the strings would be like attached to the top of the jar. Yeah. And then it would just be like dangling down. You know, there's no water in this terrarium. It's like a dry terrarium. Well, it has like real plants in it, right? Yeah, it's like an enclosed. You would keep it closed. Yeah. And so they would just be like dangling down above the plants just kind of like in an angelic circle <laughs> this is this isn't helping the explanation is not making it any better you explain the worst of it i didn't say it was a logical idea i just said it was an idea i feel a lot I had. better about my piano now yeah that's nothing compared to <laughs> anyway it makes no sense no it doesn't Why? i don't i that's just how my brain works oh my god that's amazing 
Yeah, it's like that nonlinear thinking can really give us amazing creative ideas and lead us to make amazing inventions and art, but it can also lead us to this. <laughs> hedgehog terrarium. Hedgehog terrarium. If you've made a hedgehog terrarium, <laughs> please email us at weirdsofafeather at gmail.com. I would and send pictures. My gosh, I really I need I need to see this. So Yeah, if someone out there knows what I'm talking about, please let me know. <laughs> All right, well, oh, on that man. note, <laughs> I think I'm starting <laughs> to hear the scratch of a DJ. Oh, that means it's time for alternative segments. Alternative. Wow. For this week's alternative segment, we're doing holiday screw ups. Screw ups. <laughs> we have a lot of holiday screw ups. Yeah, there's many, but yeah. we're just going to wean it down to one. I put myself going first for this one, but yeah. I just talked a lot about hedgehog terrarium. So yeah. why don't you go first? I can go first. Yeah. This is I'm still scarred from this. is is kind of is like semi traumatic. Um, right. It happened. Tell us your trauma. <laughs> <laughs> Every year, I make a Christmas card that has my cat Snickers on it. Every year, as in I've done it twice. I always go through Shutterfly, and the first year I did it, you could mail out your like I could mail from Shutterfly the card to you and be like addressed and everything that was the first year I did I was like oh this is so simple and I don't know what I did last year but I I just I I don't know how to explain it but like instead of them getting like a pre-labeled like a card that came together and it had like the card and the envelope and it was addressed to you and you get it in the mailbox it came as like if it came like in pieces, like a, like a pre-assembled, <laughs> pre-assembled package. package. So every and I emailed this. I emailed. I sent this to like about a hundred people because I did like a bunch of people out west and then a bunch of people here. I did it to my old boss. All of them. I had like I worked for like six different surgeons. They all got a. a I'm calling it a deconstructed Christmas card because it was really cute. It was it was going to be in this cute little envelope and have like a little liner, and then it had the card. But everybody got this big like package from Shutterfly, and it and everybody was like, "I thought you sent me a gift," and I was like, "No, it's just your Christmas card." Then everybody's texting me like, and they all came at the same day. So I'm like influx of text messages and calls, being like, "Why did you send me this thing?" And it had like the receipt in it, which is like <laughs> shit. Like, <laughs> and I'm just like, I'm like at work. I'm getting all these emails and calls or text messages and calls about like someone sent it back because they thought it was the wrong thing so I had to send her another one and I just I'm like totally like traumatized because everybody got like a card that was not put together it was a big package and it said Shutterfly and it said like here's your this is how much you paid for all of this (laughs) which is like great I'm glad everybody knows how much shipping costs it was a lot and it was like all deconstructed so they had to like put the card and the liner and the envelope together to reopen it but they didn't Mm -hmm. obviously and it was like it was just like this whole big finagle of thing and I and I don't know like why I was able to do it one year and not Last year, I don't know. Maybe someone who works at Shutterfly can tell me what I did. Do you think Shutterfly like changed the way they did things? That's or what think I think. You just made a mistake. I no, because I remember I was like working really hard on the shipping, and it even saved my addresses from the year mm. before. So I was like, oh, this is great because I like made an account. I had all the addresses. I was like, oh, this is really easy that I can put all the addresses in. Is like boop 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 boop, and then I was like, wow, shipping seems to be a little bit more expensive than usual. But I had a fifty percent coupon. 50% off coupon. 
which is great. And well, that's then, probably why shipping was so expensive. Well, obviously. And then, and I was just like so like baffled. And then so someone finally like sent me a video of them opening up their package because I like couldn't understand what was going on. I'm like, what do you mean you got a package? I just sent you a Christmas card. And they're like, no, it's like a package. And then they like send me. It's this bright orange envelope or like a package thing of like Shutterfly and it looks like I sent them a book (laughs) I didn't it was like and it's like all this plastic like the waste was like disgusting it was all this everything the card was individually wrapped in plastic the one little liner was individually wrapped in plastic I think it also came with like the um, what's it called no when you have like the little version of what the photo is going to look like what is that called uh like the template or like the sneak preview or something yeah where it's like a little it's like a another card that shows like the little i don't know photo of like the whole yeah the whole like template essentially like the layout of what the card is going to look like and you're like i was like what the hell is this yeah okay (laughs) and i'm like what is going on and i'm like still traumatized by it and i just ordered christmas cards this year so hopefully and i sent them just to me um so hopefully i get them out in time but then you're gonna have to mail out all of them so it was so easy when i could just do it through shutterfly and i was like oh that's great i'm always going through shutterfly again and now i'm like well fuck now i gotta it's like double work for me and it's gonna be worth it because it's a pretty cool card but yeah can you please tell people what your card is well yeah um (laughs) (laughs) i dress my cat up she has this little Santa hat on and she this year. So every year I like one the first year it was like me and her in like matching red sweaters sitting together. Last year it was her in like an elf costume kind of like looking up hopefully with like a Christmas tree behind her. And then this year she is looking angry as fuck with her Santa hat on and it says joyful. <laughs> so I will, uh, I'll post a picture of, cause they're not in yet. So I'll post a picture of last year's Christmas card to the Instagram. They're all amazing. They're, they're great. Um, I, you know what? It's, it's a new hobby. Ding, ding, ding. Ooh. New hobby alert. Ding, 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 ding. Bell sounds. Yep. It's it's a fun hobby. I I like to do it. Snickers hates it, but it's you not know about what? her. <laughs> it's about us. She is the most spoiled cat, and uh, I think she can do this one thing for me. I agree. Yeah, come on, Snickers. I pay seventy five dollars a bag for her food, and you pay her rent, and I pay her rent, and her Christmas present this year was four hundred dollars of lab work that said she was normal. Jesus, and I was like, great. <laughs> Really glad that we figured that one out. Um, she's fine. She has IBS. So <laughs> true story. My cat has IBS. So I have to. We we were figuring it out. We're figured. We're good. We're we're doing well. But she has IBS, so I have to put her on special food. And she has a. She had antibiotics. Now she has probiotics. Fun fun. It's all expensive. Mm, the joys Yay. of owning a cat. Yay! I'm sure dogs are more expensive, right? Yeah. Yeah, they are. Yeah, because they get into more mischief. Yeah. So Snickers just happens to have weird bowels so all right and that yeah, and is been cat bowel corner, cat bowel corner. <laughs> if your cat has bowel problems <laughs> no, no no no, no I thank wanna, you you don't want to i will read no, those emails and you. i will respond to them each and every one of them we can talk about our cats send us all your cat facts cat facts i want to see pictures if you've ever dressed your cat up for a holiday card send that in i want to know about it but yeah that was my and and i'm still tra- traumatized by that whole thing because what if what if the cards don't go through or they like accidentally get emailed out to everybody or like or something goes wrong? You know, now I'm just like, Mah! anyway, <laughs> Grace, would you like to uh, tell us about your holiday screw up? 
I would love okay. to tell you about I'm my excited. holiday screw up, one of many. This is naively embarrassing, but it's adorable. <laughs> yeah, that's me. <laughs> So when I lived in Boston, after I quit Legal Seafoods, which was actually weird, I think I quit Legal Seafoods and then literally the next day I was contacted by this very wealthy family to come mm-hmm. nanny for them. So it worked out. So always quit your jobs. It'll work out. No. <laughs> That's the lesson no. here. Yep. Ah, I'm so mad I can't even speak. <laughs> so anyways, I started nannying for this very wealthy family. They were like Boston socialites. Uh, the kid was like 13, so it was a really easy gig. I pretty much just had to like pick him up from school. That's kind of nice. Yeah. So it was a pretty nice gig. So this family was friends with a lot of celebrities, athletes. They were like friends with the whole Bruins team. They were Boston socialites. They were. Yeah. They were in like real estate and I don't know. They were doing what rich people do. Yeah. I am not from that world. Neither am I. Yeah. And they were friends with, like, the Patriots team and the Celtics. As one is. Yes. So they invited me to their Christmas party. This was my first time, first time and last time ever going to a party (laughs) like this. I just didn't know what to expect. I guess I didn't really understand how much money they had and, like, what parties like this would look like. You did not understand the assignment. No, I was just so naive about this stuff. And they told me I could invite a friend. And a lot of the Patriots players would be there. So I invited our friend Haley because she is a huge Patriots fan. And I thought I'd make a little child's dream come true. Yeah. And you did. Yep. Yeah. So me being naive, you know, in my training, you're supposed to bring something to a party. So I was like, oh, I'll make some truffles. So I found this great recipe for these like amazing red velvet brownie truffles. Spent all day making these little truffles. Oh. We, Haley and I show up to this house we walk in and of course it's catered like these people are millionaires there's other millionaires there like everyone's just gonna be like bringing food like a potluck potluck. rich people potluck these people don't even touch their kitchens there's no way people are going to be making things i don't know what i was thinking their kitchens are for aesthetics only yes literally but i didn't want to show up empty-handed so i walk in with my little tupperware of truffles and there's like caterers everywhere yeah i'm gonna need that back after there's like you know nice spreads beautiful tables and then me with my little tuppy so (laughs) (laughs) so the mom told me i could put my truffles on the dessert table i was super embarrassed she just go, oh, yeah. Oh, I don't even remember. I was so like the second I saw the caterers, I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> so embarrassed. But you're so polite. <laughs> I know. I was so nervous, too. So, yeah, that was like the second I got there, I realized I had already made a social faux pas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so uh, we don't fit in with that crowd. No, uh. it was very obvious <laughs> immediately. Yeah, but did you did you have fun? I had a great time. There you go. Um, So, yeah, I put the truffles on the dessert table, but everyone was complimenting me all night about my truffles. They love them. So it actually worked out. Probably, like, weird for them. They're like, oh, my God, someone, like, made something? How do you even do that? How do you do that? I didn't know They turned on an oven? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. This party was so fancy. There were, like, lobster rolls everywhere. (laughs) And Haley and I, of course, were both like, lobster rolls. (laughs) Like, Like putting them in your purse. (laughs) These ones are for later. (laughs) Oh, I wish I could just, like, see us at that. Although, I don't know if I would even want to look in on that Uh, scene. because It's best to keep in your memory. I know. Secondhand embarrassment, even just thinking about this memory. But we were like freaking out about these little lobster rolls. So we both grabbed two of them. So we're double fisting <laughs> lobster rolls. <laughs> and then the door opens and 
Rob Gronkowski walks in. Oh my god! And we're both standing there with double fisting lobster rolls. You're like, oh, shoving them in our mouths. Oh my god, is that Gronk? Like, oh shit, that's Gronk. <laughs> you just like choking lobster rolls down, being like, oh my god. Yeah, he was very impressed. He thought we were really like, hot. Wow, those girls are really taking in those lobster rolls. I've never have seen they, anything like have this. Have they ever eaten before? <laughs> Do they know what lobster is? It's poor girls. <laughs> But they should pay her more. We did end up chatting with Gronk a little bit. He called me the nanny. He oh, okay. Well, cool. Yep. His dad was there for some reason. Oh. So yeah, I really impressed Gronk's dad with uh, my truffles. <laughs> That's really cute. Yeah. Such Gronk a... just called you the nanny. He didn't yeah. like bother to learn your name. No, just the nanny. I think I wore a Forever Twenty One dress. <laughs> Which just adds, adds yeah, to this. That's all right. I was like 22, maybe. Hey. Just a little baby in the it's, world. Although I would still probably make all those mistakes as yeah. if I like learned anything. Did you did you go to Andrea's wedding? No. Oh. Too fancy um, for me. Yeah. So probably the fanciest thing I've ever been to. And we're like about to walk into the church because this wedding took place at the, uh, it was the fanciest thing I've ever gone to. It took place at the Rosecliff Mansion, Ooh. which is in Newport, Rhode Island. It's actually the mansion at the end of the movie True Lives, which my dad likes to tell me over and over again. I don't get that reference. I, apparently it was a big movie in like the early 90s, 80s. Uh, I had Arnold Schwarzenegger and uh, Jamie Lee Curtis in it. <laughs> Maybe just Jamie Lee Curtis. I don't know who the other guy was, but. Okay. <laughs> so it was like kind of a big deal and we're like about to walk in my mom stops me and she just turns at me she's like an inch from my face and she goes listen and I was like oh but once again I was like what 22 no I was like 25 or something and she's like this is the fanciest thing you will ever go to <laughs> don't our, touch anything she was like our family's not like this family she's like we don't that's this is this is a whole different tax bracket she's like you are gonna behave do not over drink don't embarrass me. And I was like, oh, like put the fear of God into me. Were you on your best behavior? You know, I I danced a little bit, but I, I was, you know what? I've behaved worse. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you have. Yeah. <laughs> I did not go to the DJ stand and try to DJ myself. So, <laughs> Well, you did that at my wedding and yeah. I loved it. <laughs> DJ Christine. <laughs> I think they had a live band there. That's why. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. DJing probably wouldn't have gone over. Yeah. Well. You could have played the piano for him. <laughs> Ever clear the stage. Uh, have this. you guys heard of the song? It's called Mary Had a Little Lamb. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, I also, we should stay in our lane, yes. I guess. All right. And this is Ben. Alternative segments. Alternative. <laughs> All right. You now ready? we are We're wrapping it up. We're wrapping it up. We got one more segment. You know the deal. You know it. Best for last. Ready? Pizza secrets. Tell me your secrets. Pizza secrets. Yeah. Nice. Wanna yeah, explain, welcome you to wanna explain bagel bites? Pizza secrets. I've got a I've got a mini pizza secret. We're, for call, we're calling these ones bagel bites. Bagel bites. <laughs> it's a mini one. It's not really a it's not a long dramatic story. Just just a mini one. And it's it's kind of if you haven't listened to our last episode, you should, because it's kind of like ties in closely. It's another story about Joyce. Because the people want to know about Joyce. They demand it. They demanded it. So here we are. Give us that bagel bite. Yeah. Here's those. So as as you well know, if you listened to the last episode, Joyce and I were study buddies in college. Uh, looking back at it now, we were very mean to him. Uh, <laughs> he loved it. He, he loved he? gentle banter that uh, he wasn't partaking he, in. <laughs> I think he was afraid of us more than anything. Um, but yeah. we were kind of like an unhealthy codependence on each other because... We needed to study together and we, we worked well together. 
But anyway, so my study buddy, one time Joyce told me his back was bothering him. And then I told Grace. And now every time we talk about him or talk to him or anything, we always say, hey, Joyce, I hope your back's better. It's been years. It's been like <laughs> it's over been 10 like years. 10 years. We've, I've called him on random occasions, usually after hours, you know, after a couple imbibing in a couple of beverages and drunk voicemails drunk. is what she said <laughs> and, and we just go Joyce I hope your back's better <laughs> it was like I, a very temporary injury like that he te- had yeah. like 10 years ago he just like I don't know he was like lifting he's like oh my back hurts and now <laughs> and now it's Harass like been this him. huge thing where like he, I think we like hollered at him like across the street or like across like the the walkway you mm-hmm. uh, mean being like Joyce hope your back's better <laughs> and he's like these girls was one time my back one, hurt. It doesn't bit. hurt anymore. <laughs> yeah, we think it's funny though, yeah. so we're just gonna keep doing it. I keep harassing him. Think of how much funnier it'll be in ten more years. Ten more years. <laughs> this like is a in joke. Forties. This is a joke that just gets better and better. Yeah, because like eventually he's gonna get old and his back's gonna rebother him. Oh, you know? it'll come back around, and then we do hope his back uh, yeah. is better. <laughs> and then we're just being nice about it. You know, <laughs> we were assholes, and now we're nice. So, Joyce, I hope your back's better. Yeah. Yeah. I also hope your back is better. Yeah. Let us know, Joyce. <laughs> Give us an email. Joyce specifically, send us an email. Yeah. Peace out, secrets. <laughs> bagel bite. Bagel secrets. <laughs> all right, I guess I also have a little bit of a bagel bite. Oh, bagel bite. It's a bagel bite day. Yeah. You can't have pizza all the time. Yeah, all right. Snack on this little sucker. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say it like that. Put this little sucker uh, in your no. mouth. It's <laughs> even slurp more. Slurp this down. No. <laughs> you don't slurp bagels. You could. That's not how that works. All right, uh, suck anyway, on this bagel no. bite. <laughs> in eighth grade, one day after softball practice, I remember there was a group of us hanging out at the middle school. And nice. for some reason, we all were throwing rocks at the side of the modulars. There were like these temporary modulars being used as classrooms. As one does, you just throw a rock at it. Yeah, we were probably like all worked up from the softball. We were like, let's throw more things. <laughs> Here are some rocks. And like always, I had to be the one to escalate things. And I threw a rock at the window and I broke it. <laughs> and that ruined the fun. That ruined the game. And then you're like, throwing rocks. Yep. And to be fair, it was the Spanish teacher, Senora Quinn's window. Ugh. And she was super mean. So, so, yeah, I'm not saying she deserved it, but I'm also not apologizing. Yeah. Sorry, not sorry. Yep. Nah. What are you going to do about it, Senora? Yeah, come she, at me, Senora. She was mean. She was mean, I know. So, I don't know. Probably because he threw a rock at her. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think the meanness came first and then the rock. Uh, it was not retaliation, but... Was it the rock, then the meanness, or the meanness, then the rock? Meanness, then the rock. Chicken or the egg. I was inspired by her meanness to take it up a notch and go for the window, I guess. <laughs> And that's just one of many examples of my impulsivity. Yeah. Pizza secrets. Pizza secret. <laughs> Bagel pipe. <laughs> All right. That uh, is wrapping up wait, our wait. show. Do we want to talk about how we, as two Mainers with like parents with Maine accents, had to look up the correct way to say modular? Oh, yes. Because we didn't know. <laughs> yeah. We couldn't figure out if it was modular or modula. Because everybody, every time I've heard it, it's modula, but that's because we are Mainers who can't pronounce R's. So we had to look up, the, we had to go on like Google pronunciation and uh, Hear look her up. say it. It's modular. Get a pen, everybody. M-O-D-U-L-A-R-S. Modulars. Modulas. Modula. I truly thought it was modula. Yeah, same. I've been saying it wrong my whole life. But here we are. Learning moment. Yep. Yep. That's just a fun little fact. Fun we learned fact. Today. Bonus fact for yep. all of you. You're welcome. 
that's been our episode. Follow us on all the socials. We've got Instagram at Weirds of a Feather. We got TikTok. We just posted something about body doubling. Well, when this episode comes out, yeah, it won't it's going to be, it's gonna ago, be a while. So look back. A week and a half ago, we yeah, posted about we body doubling. <laughs> Maybe we'll post another one. Who yep. knows? Yep. We're going to try to keep it up with the body double dare. That's kind of the yeah. only way we're going to get some stuff done. Send in your body double dares or get a friend and uh, respond to us on body double dare. Yeah. Challenge each other like, yeah. I dare you to make a phone call. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> I dare you to go grocery shopping <laughs> and buy a vegetable. Wow. That's an extra dare. Wow. Um, and maybe with your buddy double dares, you'll come across something like uh, Chef Santa. That'll be great. Chef Santa. Chef Santa. Mixing up a whole batch of love. <laughs> Chef Santa. Chef Santa. Sending kisses from above. Oh, that's beautiful. That was the best one. Yeah, I think so. Um, anyway. Like we said, we're taking a break off for next week. But so. that doesn't mean you can't like and subscribe to all of our episodes. True that. Give us a five-star review. Give us any review. Except, five stars. Yeah, we'd like five stars, but I'll take a four-star. I won't. Five oh, stars okay, only. Okay, okay, okay. Five stars only, please. Otherwise, piss off. <laughs> <laughs> you try making a podcast. It's really hard. It is really hard. <laughs> Tell your family members about our podcast at Christmas time, yeah. unless they're the worst, and then don't tell yeah, them because they'll hate it. If they know it. what podcasts are, tell them about it. Tell your like cool cousins about us. Yeah, How don't about that? tell your weird uncles about us because yeah. we don't want to chat with them. And then he's going to get to the racist uncle episode, and he's yeah. going, what the hell is I'm, this? I'm offended. <laughs> As a racist uncle, I'm offended. <laughs> <laughs> I feel marginalized. <laughs> We'll talk to you the week after next. Have a good little holiday break. Christmas birds. We need jingle bells. Tim, 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 Tim. Is that a bird? Tim, 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 Tim. Is a bell bird? It's a bird that sounds like a bell. Tim, 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 Tim. Bellard. No. Bell bird. Bell bird. Bell bird. That was a good one. Good job.